Hey y'all, it is Rachel and Charmaine. This is the Scoop on Sex with the Pleasurologist, and we are the Pleasurologist. Charmaine, how are you? Hey, hey, I am <laughs> Peachy Keen. That's one of my favorites. I'm just Peachy Keen. We are getting a little bit of feedback. I don't know if you can hear it or not. So, um, anywho, let's keep going. Um, you are Peachy Keen? Yeah, it's, a, it's been a nice Sunday, sort of. It doesn't feel like a Sunday. I don't know what it feels like. Yeah, but, it's been a super quiet Sunday for me. No kids, home alone, kind of just like, I don't know, spending some time by myself. I like that. I do like some alone time. I actually went out of the house today and went and had brunch. <laughs> what? I did. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, that enough about that. We'll talk more about ourselves. So c- coming up soon, you'll get to learn a lot more about us and about the pleasurologists and our who and our what and our why and our where. Maybe not our where. We're not going to give you our addresses. Um, <laughs> I mean, but unless you're like unless you're like the rock or like <laughs> mm, like <laughs> like a Roman Reigns. I don't know why I just went to go to wrestling. But <laughs> you did go to wrestling. I'm not. I when I was little, I was a huge wrestling fan, and I used to go to all the wrestling things, but not anymore. I'm not really. A, I I don't think it's the wrestling. I think it's the Samoans. Oh, <laughs> uh, that makes sense. Yeah, gotcha. Um, so. We are, again, the Pleasurologists, and we do have a great Facebook group. We're going to really be growing and cultivating, I don't know to say cultivating, cultivating that community. So please join us there. That is on Facebook, and we'll talk about that more again. But, and there'll be questions and things for you to talk about there. But we've been, like, like many of you, probably, you might spend some time on TikTok. Mmm. The tickety-tockety, yes. God, it can be the biggest time suck. Like all of a sudden the day ends and I've been on TikTok scrolling for days, it feels like. Yes, yes. But it is sometimes really interesting. You learn a lot of good things on TikTok. Um, And then there are those times when your your mind is blown by the absolute nonsense. It is. Sometimes like it's, you know, there's funny nonsense, right? Like something hysterical or something you're like is so ridiculous it's funny. But then there's also like nonsense that people follow right yeah 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 which is a little disheartening so you know as pleasurologists we focus a lot on pleasure which is about relationships we also talk about dating and dating coaching and sex coaching and all that shit right because we do all of that Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of people out there talking about dating stuff Oh, there are. And I find it to be a little frightening sometimes. Although I will say, so um, I, I will say that a lot of times these videos about dating and about relationships in general, friendships, any type of relationship, I always tell everybody my number one thing is that you are always expecting all this grace from the people around you, but you never want to give the same amount of grace that you are expecting. That is true. Will you elaborate on that a little bit more? So um, <laughs> lately there's been, and we'll talk about it. We're going to talk, we're going to talk about it more, you know, but, you know, I sent Rachel this video um, of this one particular um, person, coach person that kind of aggravates me to no end um, just because there's a lot of red flag, narcissist, gaslight, like a lot of buzzwords being used by this person. And so it was stitched by a therapist 
who was basically like, mm, it can't, it's not that simple because life is very nuanced and there are a lot of nuances for people. So what, and I find that to be very true. I find that to be true my whole life. Um, I'm the child that needed to know the why all the time. I'm, all, I'm the person that still needs to know. And I'm also the person that needs to see everybody's side, right? And have 360 instead of 180 or half a story. Like I have to see the whole 360, right? That's just how my brain works. Um, what I find in being that way is for most people, you want somebody to love you regardless, right? Mm -hmm. You want somebody to love you with your baggage, with your bullshit, with whatever you got going on. But when it comes time to in turn give someone that same love and that same grace, so to speak, um, that's not something that you find yourself able to do. And so then it's like, okay, well, I'm done. Right. But if we're being honest, if you want that type of love, you have to give it first, right? And, And giving it Sometimes that does mean putting yourself out on a limb. Sometimes that does mean doing things a little differently. And this notion that there are this set of rules and this automatically makes somebody a red flag or it automatically makes them this or it automatically makes them that is slightly ridiculous because there is always color in between the black and white. There is. And, you know, it's this whole thing of like making these huge statements, right? Like... Mm-hmm. When you're dating, look for the red flags, look for the bad, look for the this. Mm-hmm. Ooh, everything mm-hmm. is like, you know, they say these things where like they look like look everything someone does, they're trying to find the negative in and how bad it is. And and they make these huge statements about somebody that that's the red flag. Watch out for that. They're doing things wrong. And mm-hmm. the truth is like, yes, there are some things like if someone is abusive emotionally, physically, that is a right away buy, right? Like, there's really not a lot of gray area there, right? Yeah, yeah. But when they're talking about like, oh, he didn't text me back in, in within a good time, you know, like that's yeah. a red flag. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to communicate. What? How about don't make that a red flag? How about make that one of your not not a red flag? But how about make that one of your rules? But also, I'm saying like, there's a difference. There is an I'm all about like, like I say no rules, but I mean like you have to create your own thing, right? Like you have to create your Mm -hmm. way of dating. So, but if your dating thing is like, I need somebody who's a good communicator and a good texter because suddenly that's, you know, that's really important. Um, But if you never express that to somebody else and that's not their style, how are they going to know that that's bothering you? How is anybody Mm going to know if you don't talk to them? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So instead exactly. of just saying like, oh, he didn't he didn't respond the way I liked. Well, wh- why is it your way? You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. just because and someone might not be a good texter. Someone might not be, a, you know, exactly one. But everything is not a red flag. And it's not this big like he did this. He's bad. Bye. Exactly. Or she, you know, she was this way back then. and blah, 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 So she's got to go now. Mm-hmm. People. um People change. Not only do people change, but so I'm gonna I'm gonna say what I what I what I say to a lot of the people I know, right? Is that um, we are not like this inherently bad set of people, right? We are flawed, and we are you know human beings who have been hurt and who have been through things. And when that happens, it can change you. Mm-hmm. You know, it can it can make you more cautious or make you you know like less verbal or make you whatever. But it doesn't make you a bad person or somebody who's automatically out to play games with somebody's mind. 
this notion that you automatically can just go to the store or pick up a telephone and have a ready-made partner out of the box and have the person be everything you want them to be is not necessarily true. These things, these things happen with cultivation. They happen yes. with things like communication. They happen with trial and error. They happen, with, like a lot of the times you'll hear these love stories and they'll be like, man, he fucked up when I first met him. Mm -hmm. Man, she was, you know, like, she. I didn't know when I first met her, you know, like she was dating 30, 40 guys mm -hmm. and giving me the time of day. And then you hear these stories about how these people communicated with each other and it changed. Yes. I just feel like life is very nuanced and it's very difficult to put things in a box and just be like, okay, well, it has to fit in this neat little box. It is, but, and that's what I think is like, as somebody who coaches people, like it really like, bothers me because people listen to this like look for the, that's a red flag say goodbye mm -hmm. you know everything mm -hmm. is like he's a narcissist he's a gaslighter everything is mm -hmm. so like one little thing happens there's a label and then and then instead of saying like look for what what do you want in dating what do you want in a relationship mm -hmm. figure that out first because we all have things about us that someone can see as a negative right exactly. like there's no exactly. you can't there's no perfect person so we're all flawed so you have to figure out what you want a relationship and go from there and move from that place. But also communicate that to someone. People can't read your fucking mind. Exactly. And even though we get into a lot of situations where we just feel like, oh my God, that's just common sense. This person should know. You never really know how somebody was raised mm -hmm. and you never really know the things that happen in their world that made them the way they are. And we've gotten to such a place where we don't even care and we're not even trying to find out. However... When you do some fucked up shit, and I'm sorry, I'm going to curse a lot, but however, when you, do some, <laughs> when you do some fucked up shit, you want somebody to immediately understand mm -hmm. where you're coming from and why you did that fucked up shit. Yeah, because it's so like, the, remember that. It is, and it's like this idea of like, oh, but that was my mistake. It was just a mistake. Mm -hmm. They should forget it. Mm -hmm. Well, so are a lot of other things. So you have to do it exactly. You have to flip it. And, and, mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean you have to be open to everybody, right? Like, if you don't want to date somebody, don't fucking date them. But don't exactly. say it's because, like, oh, he didn't text me. He didn't call me. I didn't like the way he formulated plans or he asked me to pick a place or whatever it is. Like, those are not all fucking red flags. And you're yeah, telling I mean, people. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're telling people to look for when you're saying things like this, like that's a red flag. Look out for these things. That's a narcissist move. Like then what you're doing is you're spending the whole beginning of the relationship looking for flaws. You're spending the mm -hmm. whole time looking for things, reasons why it's not going to work, why men are assholes or why women are shitty instead of looking at a person for their whole person and to see how your weird quirks and their weird quirks can mesh together because we all are fucking have weird quirks. Well, you, I always say, find somebody who can carry your bullshit, who you guys can carry <laughs> your bullshit together, right? Like, you got a bag, he's got a bag, or she's got a bag, or they, them have a bag. So find somebody who you guys can just get together and be like, okay, well, let's just throw these bags on the back of a cart, and we'll just carry this bullshit together, because that's how life is. It's messy. It's mm -hmm. not clean. Nobody comes out the wash perfect. And that is how you wind up being in a relationship with somebody for years and years and years and not knowing who the fuck you're in a relationship with because you never fucking asked mm -hmm. and you kept changing yourself for what it was you thought that they wanted yep. and so that you weren't a walking red flag and they kept doing the same thing and the next thing you know you two assholes are sitting in a room together and don't have shit to say <laughs> to one another because 
<laughs> you and, pretended to be what the other one wanted for so long that now you're bored. Right. And I don't mean to badmouth people. Like, I'm really not trying to do this. But, the, but, the, but there is a lot of that in the dating coaching world of the, you know, follow these rules and you'll get the perfect match. Look for these things because these are all red flags. Do this, this, this. But you also see it in like in like some Facebook groups and stuff where it's like a a group of people and they ask like, hey, my partner did this. What should I do? And it's always run. Yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, right away. It's like, yeah. Oh my God, Lee, that's such a red flag. Oh my God, he's got, you know what I mean? And I'm like, again, you're making a big, like that is one big blanket statement. That is one yeah. big like, there's you, you don't know the backstory. You don't know everything about their relationship. You don't know anything, you know, and you're just saying. Which is why I always want to know the why. That is, that is mm-hmm. why I always want to know the why. Before I, like, people come to me all the time and, and I, I always want to know the why. Mm-hmm. Like, always. I always want to know, well, well, what happened? Well, well, what what's your relationship been like thus far? Well, what's this? What's that? Because I, I, I and I give you more than one scenario and more than one path. You know, you've had conversations with me. But the reason is because you know, and I'm big on communicating with each other. One, because I'm a hopeless romantic, hopeful some days, hopeless others. It happens. <laughs> um, and, and I just believe that, um, I believe that love is not just this noun or it's not just a thing, you know, it's an, it's an action. And I also, um, believe that love is messy it is. and it's not perfect and it's up and it's down and it's, kisses and it's hugs and it's I hate you's and it goes away and it's you know mm-hmm. like it's all these different things and nuances it's you know like you're hurt today I'm carrying you I'm hurt tomorrow you're carrying me so I just feel like it's a lot of different things so I, do, I tend to look at it differently I do and I think like not just with these things of like these blanket statements that come out like oh bye mm-hmm. bye bitch because you did this one thing and I didn't like it and now that's a red flag and you're a terrible person instead of talking to them about it. But I do think with like online dating in general, I'm going to go bigger than just the coaching part of it, but like online dating in general, there's so many good parts of it, right? Like especially when it started, like it opened up your world. It opened you up to people you might not have met otherwise, which I think is pretty cool. That's how I've met people. I met people outside of my community that I never would have had the opportunity to ever even bump into, right? Mm -hmm. But... The more that we're like enmeshed in social media and all this, everything is like one little thing that somebody doesn't like or feels off or like whatever. It's like there's this endless sea of people. So then it's like, okay, next. You know what I mean? But then, but and I always tell people though, you got to think about think about this logically, right? Think about if you've ever been ghosted, right? Yep. What's the first? What's one of the first thing that comes to your mind? What did I do? Mm-hmm. What did I do? Think about how much easier it would have been if that person had a, had a conversation with you. It didn't have to be like a crazy long conversation with you, but it could have just been like, "Hey, you know what? Um, so I like um, I like a text, a good morning text in the morning, mm-hmm. and so that's not something that you're capable of doing, and so you know that's why I don't think we're gonna work. Right? Or it could it could be something just that simple, or like I don't know, we went to dinner and. I don't know why I'm going to use this, but it's hilarious because it happened to a friend of mine. Or we went to dinner and you tried to take the wine glass. <laughs> I found that very unclassy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did not try to take the wine glass, but he was on a date with somebody and she 
was trying to take she tried to take the wine glass with her she tried to stick it in her in her dress but that's another story i love to day. i love to put things in my bag i'm sorry that was i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna have i'm gonna tell you this no no she was a nightmare and i i, I said it like way before but <laughs> now i'm not saying that red flags don't exist and i'm not saying oh. that there are other moments where you should be like holy fucking shit no right but you know like there sometimes if you have a conversation with somebody, if you're talking to somebody, you obviously felt like they were worth it. Mm-hmm. So perhaps, and they obviously felt like you were worth it. So perhaps a conversation where you say, hey, this is what it is. This is how I feel about this would make things easier than you just ghosting them, right? Because you're not, you're putting out your bad karma because they're going to wonder why and you're you're going to be, you know, like you'll have your moments where you'll be like, oh, damn, I probably shouldn't have done that. That was a little fucked up. Mm-hmm. So instead of leaving that around, just have a conversation. And you never know. Having that conversation, the person could be like, holy shit, like I didn't even fucking realize that. Right. And I think it is too, like I think this idea of like there is this like, th- like there are things. Like if I was out with somebody and they were really rude to all the wait staff or talked down to mm-hmm. everybody or, mm-hmm. you know, said some shitty things to people. Like, okay, yes, that for me would be a red flag. But, but it has to be your own thing, right? There's not like – a red flag store where you go in and you're like, oh, that's exactly what it looks like, right? Because everybody has their own mm-hmm. thing. So, like, figure you got to figure out really what you want and what your expectations are. Not everybody wants the same things. Not everybody wants 100 texts a day. Right. Well, it's just become this thing where people are, are – I think what it is and why that's working so much, though, Rachel, is because people have become afraid of their own judgment. Yeah. And by having somebody else tell you what you should be looking for and what you should want, um, even though eventually you'll realize it's not what you want, I think that it takes away some of that, you know, well, it was my fault that this didn't work. Yeah, I can see that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I think the flip side of that is then like when there are these people who are like follow these specific rules and leave this person if they don't do this by date three and they'd have to do this, this, and this, or you have, you can't, you know, all the rules, don't call them, don't do this. And then if that relationship doesn't work out, then it feels like you feel like a bigger fuck up because Mm -hmm. you followed all these specific rules that somebody made up. They're all made up. Mm -hmm. There's no, like, people haven't been doing, there's no perfect way to have a relationship. I think it's the biggest thing to remember. Nobody is fucking perfect. Nobody is without flaws. Nobody is without baggage. Exactly. Also, that makes them figure out whose baggage you want to carry. Yep, and that makes them that heightens character to them. If if no one had any flaws or back stories or whatever baggage, everybody would be a fucking robot. I mean, well, think about it. Right, it goes right back to. um, Sorry, y'all. You know, I grew up in a. I grew up in a paradoxical home that was basically the same but different so like (laughs) islam and christianity um a little bit of catholicism and buddhism in there but it kind of goes back to um that conversation about free will right like there's this like like if you think about when we were kids right and you even now i think a little bit like people are like well why did they do that or like well why did this happen and when you go to church and when you pray or when you talk to your preacher or whatever the first thing they say is you know well you know god gave everyone free will and with free will, you're allowed to do what you want. That free will, because um, if we all did the same thing, we'd be boring. It'd be a mm-hmm. shit boring world, right? So it's the same thing, right? It's the same premise. It's just verbalized differently. So we all have free will. We all do things differently. And sometimes the things that we do 
shape and change other people and they shape and change us. And so in turn, that's what makes us unique. Like everybody thinks that we're not unique. There's this um, same script, different mm-hmm. cast thing going on, which it is same script, but it's not the exact same. Script. No, like we, you can go through very similar things. Yes. And and there are like a lot of us have a lot of similarities and, and shared experiences, but we still like my view, view of a shared experience. I still, it's still different, right? Like, mm-hmm. So no one's ever going to be able to completely walk in my shoes. And that's fantastic because I need to experience things to, to be different. You know what I mean? And in some ways, yeah. like, yes, there's that shared thing. And I was brought up, which I always loved and used to get me in a lot of trouble. But in one thing about Judaism is that you're taught, like, question everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that got me in a lot of trouble because I was always like, but, but. Can you explain that? Like, what's the purpose behind it? What's the purpose behind having this set of rules that is supposed to be the right way? Who said that's right? Yeah. And I was taught to not question everything. However, because (laughs) I spent most of my life as a child, like as a child, you know, an avid reader. And so, and I just, it wasn't about me being disrespectful, which sometimes they thought it was like, you were not being obedient, but I always question everything. I like the need for me to know the whole story and the need for me to know why has always been something that <laughs> sometimes has gotten me into mm-hmm. trouble. But, it, but it's that idea of like when the same thing, like, and then when you follow these blanket rules and these blanket things, you, you're getting rid of your own thoughts. You're getting rid mm-hmm. of your own. And maybe that is, it's like, okay, so then I can't misstep because it's, I'm following someone else's rule. So it's not my mistake anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. just, but it's, it is again, like, uh, you know, and, I feel like we keep making dating like yes, dating has is can is hard, but we make it even harder when we put in these false like things, these these big statements like everything is a red flag. Oh, watch out for this. Like, how about get to know a person? How about first get to know your fucking self? Yeah, yeah. Spend time with yourself. Figure out what you want. Yeah. I don't want the same relationship that my next door neighbor wants. For sure. Well, but it all it all goes back to it all boils down to um, what I, I say a lot of things in this life boil down to for a lot of people. And that's fear. It all just boils down to fear. You don't want to make the wrong decision. You don't want to make a mistake. You don't want to do things wrong. But if you don't make mistakes and you don't do wrong things and you don't walk into that door sometimes, you don't learn and you don't it's- grow, right? And you become paralyzed. And right. I always tell people it makes you a coward it doesn't the biggest learning the biggest growth and learning comes when you fall when things are easy you you just stay in that easy place and everything but when you really want to learn and grow you got to fucking fall you got to make a little bit of a mess and when you're in a new relationship or even in a long-term relationship you have to make a little bit of i'm not saying like go fuck around and like fuck up your whole relationship i'm not saying that but missteps have to happen there has there's some miscommunication and you then you go back and talk about it there are some mm-hmm. off moments. You go and talk about it. You, you're you not feeling like sex has gone boring. Talk about it. Make changes exactly. because you're learning yeah. and growing together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, And that goes back to the same thing. Fear. I watched uh, this clip of Taraji P. Henson, and she says something like, um, if you love somebody or if you want to be in love or they love you or whatever – you have to expect that they are going to let you down. Mm-hmm. You have to expect that they are going to hurt you. Um, disrespecting you, you know, that's something completely different. Mm-hmm. But you have to expect that those things are going to happen because 
you know, and I always take it for, again, that goes back to learning. And again, I think that as a society in general, just by look at, look around, look mm-hmm. at all the laws we're passing, look at all the things we're doing. All these things are based upon fear. And we've become so afraid to try and so afraid to do certain things that it's just spilling over into so many parts of our life. That is true. And I think the other thing, and I was watching a reel and I can't remember who it was, but talking about like in relationship, you have to let the other person make mistakes. Like you were saying, like we don't own the other person. Mm-hmm. We don't have ownership over them. They're not or like, you know, we have to, I can't, if I'm in a relationship, I can't live every moment thinking, what is this person going to think if I do it this way? What if I, what if I don't, what if I say something weird? What if I make a funny noise when I'm around them or I snort? You know what I mean? Like we can't hold on to all those things. We just got to be. And when you're with the right person, like when you do silly ass shit, it's funny. It doesn't matter. Here's the thing. This is, don't send your fucking representative. Yeah. Nobody wants to meet your fucking representative. Okay. I don't want to meet your fucking representative. And when you meet me, you don't meet my fucking representative. You're going to meet me. So don't send your fucking representative. That's number one. That's a good way to start. Mm-hmm. And number two is number two, a good way to start is what, how I learned was like messing up in relationships and having partners mess up really taught me what I wanted and what I didn't want. And it made it easier for me to have those conversations with people that were interested in dating me or that I was interested in dating where I literally could say, okay, well, this is, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. This is how Mm -hmm. I am. This is who I am. And it just made it easier. So I think that that is another, another reason why having your own fuck ups and seeing your own things in relationships and then having your own set of rules. I I have, I have my own set of rules. I don't necessarily share them with other people because my rules may not be your rules. Right. And I think that is the truth too in the beginning. Like sometimes we try so hard to like, and especially when you're like meeting someone online or like you don't know that much about them. So you Mm -hmm. start to like gauge your conversation by what they're doing Mm -hmm. and you answer in a way you think they would like. And then that's not you, right? It's the same kind of thing like, when it goes to to sex, when you're talking about sex online and you start having these conversations and you're like, you know, maybe you get, you, you've been talking a little bit and it gets a little bit fun and flirty. And then you start saying things you would never do that you don't want to do because you think mm-hmm. they're going to like it. And then suddenly like you're not sexually compatible when you meet because you've been telling a story. Like if you don't, you know, it's this idea of like you have to show up as you and not as what yes. you think somebody else wants you to be. Yeah. And guess what? When we're saying like, oh, that's a red flag in him. You know what? We all, again, like we all have things that could be a red flag to somebody. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. showing yourself in your true, true, letting your true self come out, then you're going to figure out sooner, like if you're compatible, if you're, again, your weirdness meshes. Yeah. I, you know? And, and yeah. again, that is true. Everybody should have, yes, there are rules. Like, I talk about ditching the rules, right? Like, I mean the rules that are out there like, don't call until three days later. Don't text (laughs) them if he didn't, like, no sex for 727 minutes. Whatever it is. I don't even know the fucking rules anymore. But those kind of rules, right? Like, they tell you when to call, when to not call, when to text, how to text. Don't do this. Don't touch him. Don't kiss. Don't hug. Kiss. All those things. Those are the rules I'm talking about. Like, same thing with, like, that goes in the, the everything's a red flag bucket. That's yeah. just somebody's stupid ass thing. Figure out what works for you. If you, yeah. you know, you got to figure out like, I don't want somebody, 
um, I can't even think. Like whatever it is, whatever my rules are, it doesn't matter what someone else's rules are as long as our thing, the person I'm talking to, as long as we mesh together. No one else mm-hmm. has to be a part of it. We mm-hmm. let too many people into that part too, right? Like, is this a red flag? Well, like we call I just, other I people. Think I, well, because a lot of people don't don't fully understand or grasp how to take an opinion. Mm-hmm. Right, because the minute somebody's the minute you ask somebody for their opinion and they share their opinion, either you get very offensive or defensive, or you're going to be like, "What? You're going to be like, oh, well, such and such said it, so it must be true." Mm-hmm. No, sometimes it's just an opinion, and you're people are allowed to have them, and you're allowed to discuss them, and you're allowed to take. I always say it's like when you go someplace and you get training, right? When you go to work and two different people train you, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily do it the way those two people train you to do it. You take what you find good from this person and you take what you find good from that person and you put it together and you come up with your own process. It's very much the same thing in your life or it should be. Oh my God, I met this person. This was their experience. I'm going to take what I found and I like this part. I'm going to take this part from that person. I'm going to put it together and come up with my own system. Yeah. And it's like that you're right. It's like a lot of people, a lot of this thing that this happened is we take opinions as facts mm-hmm. and we don't have, we, and then we're like, okay, well it has to be that way. This person said it. Right. And then we also, mm-hmm. we don't think for ourselves like too. It's, and there's, it's this idea of like, somebody has to be right and somebody has to be wrong. Yeah. There's opinions. Yes. There's, there's gray areas. Like we can, we can agree to disagree. We don't all have to have the same outcome or the same idea the whole time right like everyone feels like there's so much um what's the word i'm looking for uh like it's either i'm right or you're wrong like there's no like i see it my way you see it your way and i might not ever think that um i don't like your point of view but it doesn't mean that there's a black and white to it all, right? Like there's not one whole where this is the only way to do things. And that's what's happening in our society too. It's not just in dating. Everything's like, it's this way or that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's so much nuance. There's so much, you know, like there's so much in between. There's so much, like I always tell everybody, you know, like so, a lot of people see things black and white and I like to be right in the middle, right in the color. Mm-hmm. Because the color, to me, the color is going to tell me the most. To me, the color is going to be, and I know that a lot of people, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it. I like for things to be a little illogical. I yeah. like for things to be a little, a little, you know, a lot colorful. I like uh, sometimes for things to be a little dramatic. I'm from New Jersey. I like for things <laughs> me too. To be, <laughs> I like Jersey girls in the hands. Yeah, yeah, I like to think well, that. And there's perfect. no, and that's that. I need a little chaos. I'm yeah. t- and like the idea that things have to be perfect, fuck perfect, it doesn't fucking exist. So, and did you know, by the way, I don't know if I've said this before, things that like so many things were made by accident when, when there was like something weird happened or like whatever. That's where like beauty always happens. Potato chips made by mistake. Brownie, no, yes, brownies? Or chocolate chip cookies. Chocolate chip cookies created by mistake. So if we had said, like, it has to be right or wrong, we would never have a a world with chocolate chip cookies or brownies. And there's other ones. And they keep going. And it's fucking amazing. That's where the beauty happens. And we do it for ourselves. And we we try new things. We, We change it a little bit. And And if we all follow the same rules, like, right, like... I don't want to date the person that my friend dates. I, like, not even the same person, but the same kind of person. I have my own things yeah. that I like. Yeah. Or don't yeah. like. Or like. Different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, the moral of that whole story right there that we've been going on about, fucking figure shit out for yourself. Like, think for yourself. Obviously, get support. Right? A good, 
if you have somebody that, that you're working with that holds you accountable or that gives you support, the best thing is like, they're not going to tell you like, this is how you have to do it or you're wrong. It's gonna, mm-hmm. They're going to tell you, what are you looking for? They're going to they're gonna ask questions. So they're going to figure out like, what do you want? How can you get that? Exactly. And what do you your really coach, want? Mm-hmm. Your coach, your therapist, your friend, your pastor, your whoever, they're going to, the person's going to help you come to what you need for you and what you feel is right for you. They're never going to, you know, tell you what you need to do or what you feel is right for you. They're going to help you get there. Yes. Because no one knows exactly what's right for you except for you. And sometimes you need help getting to that point and, and verbalizing it and seeing it for yourself. But somebody should not be telling you that this is the way to do it or you're fucking wrong. Yeah. Because you're never going to have a good relationship that way. Yeah, definitely. So figure out, really take it, take some time. And I like this idea of like create, I'd said let go of perfect, so I'm about to say perfect, but create your perfect relationship and your perfect partner. You're not going to get that. Mm You're not going to get that, right? Like, again, no perfect. No one's going to have all the things. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Don't create, create the perfect person for you. Right. That's not a a perfect person. Right. But for you, but then also you're still not going to get all those things. So then you look at like, where is, where are some shifts that I can make? Like, it may be that like, there is a point, like in my perfect person has to, um, I can't think of anything of any qualities about a person right now for some reason. Well, has, your perfect person should be a little bit fucked up. Right. So you have to figure <laughs> out like, yes. And you have to figure out like, okay, maybe in my perfect world, which doesn't exist, my like things like my perfect partner has blue eyes. Well, then you're like, really, is that a, that important? It might be in your head what you thought you wanted. But when you meet someone, it really doesn't matter what their fucking eye color is, right? So those yeah, are the things yeah. where in your in this perfect person for you, you can make some adjustments. But if one of your things is like, I want them, if they have kids, I want them to have a lot of, be in their kids' lives, be really like, engaged with their children and if that's something that's really important to you and that's not happening with the person you're with then that's like okay that for you would be something that you can I don't even want to use the word red flag anymore that might be like this is not a person that aligns with my values right yeah and that's yeah instead of saying red flag like I want to get rid of the red flag word red flag I want to get rid of so many words I know And I actually love words, but I want to get rid of so many of them. There's just, we put so much meaning in words that like, that's not what's so important. What's so important is figuring out what works for you. And again, it doesn't mean don't get help. It doesn't mean don't work with a coach. It doesn't mean don't work with a therapist. Do that because they will help you. They will get, they will help you in your search for you, but not tell you what you're supposed to be doing each step of the way. Did I say that correctly? Yes. All right. So that was our first little thing. And there's so much more with that that we can could talk about forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Um, but I thought we'd switch it up a little bit for a minute. What do you think? Sure. Cool. Always. Um, so, you know, as people that work in pleasure, sex, sexuality, we get some DMs. And we... <laughs> And it's always fun to kind of talk about it, but it's just interesting because I, te- I, I, sometimes I find them amusing. Sometimes I get very frustrated when it's over and over and over and over again. And when they start getting a little smarter about how they do it, I don't know if smarter, more nuanced or more creative about it, right? Yeah, let's go creative. You get way more creative about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I... I, this this past 
<laughs> I've been getting a lot of them lately. Like I went this influx of like people wanting to get consults, you know, for sex coaching and or coaching or dating coaching for me. And, and I, like, how do you, you – I don't want to say no because some people need help. People people want help. People need things. And I want to – I want, you know, and I want to do that. So, you know, I used to – in the beginning, I kind of let it slide. Like, I tried to be real strict about what I was doing. But, like, I was like, ah, oh, I need I need clients. So I'm going to let that – I'm going to let it slide a little, a little bit. But this past week – past two weeks I don't know I had this one particular person who was like not just messaging DMing me on Instagram but now they also start on WhatsApp Uh. and they don't just call they don't just text on WhatsApp they fucking video call all goddamn day okay so you might say block them right easy block them but then I'm like, but what if they're a client and they need something and they want to talk to me and I can help them? That's my thing. And then also sometimes I think it's amusing. I know that's fucked up, right? Like, no, it's it's, it's <laughs> totally amusing. And but I will say this: my block game is heavy. So please understand that I will block your ass in a millisecond. See, I, I I like I don't know. I have a I have this weird thing. I. I I, I need to get better, but a, a stronger blog game. I start to, I get annoyed and then I get amused and then I get annoyed and amused. So I had this particular fella who was like asking me really good questions about sex coaching and about like what it is and like, can I explain more? And this is the issue he's having. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can you hop on a call? He's like, can we hop on a call? Next step. And I try to like not hop on a call too quickly, you know, because I'm busy or I'm busy or I'm like, I'm, I happen to have had free time. So I'm like, okay. And then it goes to, went right to, I can't remember. And I'm like, this is what I do. And he's like, great. I need you to help me sexually. I'm like, okay, what do you mean? He's like, and we're talking again and it's fine. As soon as I'm about to hop on WhatsApp to call this fucker, can we be naked? <laughs> No, that's again, that's not what I do. I need pointers. I just need you to help me sexually right now. I'm really, and like going on and on. I'm like, dude, how many times do I have to tell you that's not what I do? And then they start throwing dollars around. Like, if you can, you watch me masturbate for, they don't say masturbate, but they, you know, mm-hmm. I'll pay you. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and that's not what I do and I want to stick with my ethics and my morals and like I I, I'm an honest coach so that's not what I do but fuck well I mean I think it's just gonna you know just come to the point where people are gonna do asinine things and so it's just a process it's a process they are gonna do asinine things but yeah that's my daily and I get them like I think it's also funny when, or amusing or interesting, when people who have, like, no picture on their Instagram, right, and they, they, they DM you, hey, you want to sext? I'm like, who the fuck am I sexting? A fucking circle with no face? I don't understand. <laughs> yes, I really find your no picture with one follower really hot. Yeah, I like this one. Hey, beauty, are you lonely tonight? <laughs> 
And no, that, motherfucker, I'm not lonely. I'm minding my business. <laughs> and there are days I'm like, I want that confidence to just like be like, hey, you want a sex? And like think that, or like say the crazy ass shit and think they're going to get a good response. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I had a whole conversation with my friend this weekend and she was like, I just want, she's like, you know, I just want to be like Charmaine Jr. when I grow up. She's like, I say this to you all the time because. She's like, I the the snappy comebacks that you come up with. She's like, sometimes people don't even realize that you are legitimately putting them in their place. Yeah. And she was like, it's hilarious. Because, you know, we work together at, you know, at a hospital. And so at the hospital, you get it all. But you'd be surprised. Like, oh, uh, you know, like all the all the little old men yeah. who were like, I just want to I just want to run away with you. Can I see them titties? I'll pay you my social security check. And like. Like I know, you know, like, but you know, like the days where you're like, oh, money's a little tight today. <laughs> <laughs> I could use a few extra bucks, you know. I got, I got a message on Instagram and, you know, I don't talk about it a lot. I'm going to start talking about it more. But, you know, like I do, um, I'm kind of like, I kind of do like this thing, this service where if you're looking for sex toys, especially if it's like your first time, uh, if we, if I know you, like I used to use somebody I know, but or somebody that knows somebody and like I'll meet up with you at uh, one of the toy stores here and I'll go through the store with you and help you pick and like you know like um help you pick what works for you or we can do we do something online like a Zoom mm-hmm. or whatever if you live far away right and so I got this message from this guy I don't even know how he found out he probably heard me talking about it somewhere online I don't know but he legitimately was like you know at first I was like oh this can be cool you know I'm gonna get a cool new client blah 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 and then he was like, well, can you just use the toy on yourself? Like, can you do a Zoom with me mm-hmm. so I can see how well it works? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no. Yeah. People are, oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, the, but then, yeah, the days when I'm like, oh, I mean, I can buy myself something pretty. But no, I, 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 we're not going to do it. But, you know, we all have those thoughts. Um, anyway. So, but keep, keep DMing us. (laughs) (laughs) So we can talk about you. (laughs) And also not just DM us like that way, but like, so send us your questions. We would love to answer your dating, sex, relationship, all those questions here. Um, We might even like, if you want to ever have a little hot seat moment and come on with us and talk about it, we can do that as well. But also, um. You know, we do have an Instagram. It is the Pleasureologists. There's mm-hmm. a Facebook group, the Scoop on Sex, and with the Pleasureologists. Pleasure- sometimes I can't speak with the Pleasureologists, and that's going to be we're going to be much more active in there. But send us your questions, send us your thoughts, send us anything you want to know. Like, if we don't have the answer right away, we'll do our we'll research it too. But if you have questions about exploring different things sexually, or questions about things with your partner. Or your own self. Like, please ask. That's why we're doing this. We want to help you. We want to. And we love talking about this stuff. And the research is so much fun. So we want to make this a really community-centered platform where your questions are being answered, where we're helping you. And where we're and when we're finding these fucking things on TikTok and talking about it and making it, um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. But you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Putting a real world spin on it. it. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be real about it and get a real world spin on these things and really talk about how to improve relationships first with yourself. You don't got to love yourself all the time, but 
there's ways to like yourself. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So, we are so excited to be here. I was going to do outro music, but I lost the music. So, we're not going to do it this time. But, peace out. Follow us on Facebook. Check out our page. Check out our Instagram. And until next time, have a wonderful day. Enjoy some pleasure in your life. Bye. Yep. Go pleasure yourself. Yes.